Are we sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world, or at least from TFW 2005. This is episode 170. We are recording live on October 26th. Yes, that's right, 26th, 2018. We will be talking about new images of uh, Takara's retooled AOE Prime. There's a swarm of B statues coming uh We've spotted some G1 reissues out locally. Oh my God. I've gotten on of all places. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. And all that and more is coming up after this. My bumblebee. <laughs> you blew his bumblebee out of his hands. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Max coming to us from uh, the secret hideaway. Uh, the secret hideaway that uh, doesn't house Elon Musk, Adelaide. Hi. Hi. A little Hi. bit disorganized this week. I forgot what half a run sheet stuff was, but here now, ready to go. That's cool. You can like click on things in the run sheet and they'll open up. Um, and then coming to us from his undisclosed location in country Victoria, Brad Mull, how are you doing, man? Greetings, guys. Hello, world. Jason, last week as we closed out the show, you dropped the bombshell that Daredevil is now on Netflix. I know. Have you watched it? Holy shit. Oh, wasn't Look, that great? I've still, I've just started the final episode. I'm not going to go into that. The second, oh, God. the third to last episode. I was so giddy, I wanted to watch it all and was nearly going to cancel the podcast. But uh, <laughs> wow, I um, I watched one episode of Iron Fist and then sort of, I don't really care <laughs> anymore, but Daredevil Season 3, wow. Max, have you watched Season 3? No, I'm are you currently in the midst of exams. Are you, are, uh, you, are you interested in watching Season yes. 3 of Daredevil? Yeah, at the conclusion of which I'm probably going to just binge watch Daredevil, probably, probably Gridman, and then play a whole bunch <laughs> of video games. And then maybe maybe do something productive after that. Fair enough. Okay, so in, in the interest of not not being very spoilery, uh, I will just point out if you haven't already if you haven't already seen reference to it online, there is an absolutely utterly insane one take fight scene in episode four of season three. It is ten minutes long. Um, and it's amazing. I don't want to spoil it, but newspaper? Okay, don't worry about it. Um, I'm glad I don't know. I got, I got, I got two no, little... No, that was not the scene I was talking about. Okay. It's, a, we can talk. It's, it's the 10-minute one-cut scene where there are no cuts. I was not paying attention enough, obviously. Oh. Is, that, um, is it seriously 10 minutes? It is 10 minutes. It's the prison scene. Oh. Oh. oh, oh wow! Okay, I did not realize that was all a single. That take. was all one scene, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say Charlie Cox is not Daredevil in that 10 minute scene for 45 seconds. The rest of it is him. Mm. Jesus, dude, uh, guys, these one take things. That is my jam. So I need to watch this show now. <laughs> well, so, this... Dare, so Daredevil's done one every scene. Uh, done one every year. The first season was, uh, I think it was in episode three in um, series one and two. And in series one, it was three minutes long. It was the hallway scene, which really got people, a lot of people on board. And in season two, it, I think it was another, it was another hallway fight that, that it went for five minutes. And this one, they've, they've topped it. Like, I don't know what the hell they're going to do next season. They might, they might just pack up. <laughs> just get the cameras rolling for the whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm so hard. It's, it's, it's 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 been stellar. Like mm. if some of the other Marvel series on Netflix are just like, eh, yeah, whatever. Uh, this one has just like it's just hit a home run. I, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things, so cannot wait. Yeah, right, just another, two, another, two problems. Netflix spoilers before I, before I finish. Oh. <laughs> Wilson Fisk is way too powerful in it. Um, and the other thing, don't worry about spoilers. Sure, go on. Well, he's the main bad guy. Of course he's going to be bad, but um, I don't care. Even if you're super or in this case not, I don't – you cannot have 
the ability to make a pencil be able to go through tables and stuff. Just, I'd we'll have to wait until people I, see. I, it. I'm not sure if you watched the same series as me, but okay. Okay, well, someone has the ability to be pretty precise with his throwing ability, <laughs> um, and he has the ability to make pencils, pens, and stuff go flying through hard objects that. They normally wouldn't. Brad and Jason watch TV shows very differently. (laughs) No, I just think we might watch different TV. Was there not? Was there not a hammer that returned to Daredevil's hand when you finished? Uh, There there was not. No. Okay. Oh, we might have seen a different thing then. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's enough. That's enough of Netflix and Marvel. Let's talk some Transformers. Good-o. Um, so, first up, let's go to bot shots, which uh, if you turn on the screen share, Brad, this week's bot shots turned out <laughs> rather well. <laughs> uh, bot shots is our weekly competition where we encourage people to take their bots out of their uh, out of their display cabinets and out into the great big world outside or inside for photos. Now, we do encourage, we encourage people to do uh, effects and whatever in camera. So don't do any post-processing. Don't add light effects or anything like that or filters or anything. Just take a photo of your bots outside the world, in the real world. Now, the clear winner this week was Alan Jones, long, long, long-time contributor to Bot Shots and uh, also a first-time caller to Fatherhood. So <laughs> a, few of Al- a few of Alan's recent contributions have been centered around the new addition to his family, and this one is no different, and this one's fantastic. Um, these are, I think, the, the thrilling 30 uh, generations figures just uh, set up in little, little baby carriages and, uh, yeah, starting to point guns at each other. It's such an early age. They grow up so fast. Mm. So, Brad, I don't you- think that's his actual baby. I'm pretty sure that's not his actual baby because that's like these things are about one inch tall. Uh, so, Brad, you wanted to call out uh, you wanted to call out the battle of the parents that happened on the thread this week. As yes, well. it was um, Beverly, Beverly Chambers with, with a photo of photo of her son surrounded by Bruticus and Metroplex as well. <laughs> no, fantastic. Yep. That excellent runner up. Uh, so, do, uh, was there other stuff we needed to? Uh, those those ones and twos here and there, but um, again, all, all great I'm gonna, photos. I'm, I'm going to bring this one up simply because I like the figure. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is the um, uh, fans project uh, warden. Uh, that's that's a fair call. He's such a good figure, such a good figure. I still I've owned this figure for years. I still we talked about this. I think Max. I still don't know how to attach the bloody tank treads <laughs> on his back. I can get the uh, the robot mode is a beautiful playable customizable package that I love every bit of, and I've never transformed it. And I'm, yeah, never no, going I, to. I, I'm never going to transform it either. I just don't know how to attach the tank trans. <laughs> that's I'll have to make a video for you at some point. Somewhere, please, yes. And that's obviously what, the, what um, I'm worried about with the video is that someone's just going to hold the figure up and just go, just attach it like that. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. I have wait, questions. Wait. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, good on you, everyone. Thank you for thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for joining into the um, the Bot Shots Weekly Competition. Uh, we do have a we do have a monthly prize uh, for the competition. So everyone who wins the weekly competition this week this week it was uh, Alan, as you can see, with a clear out clear outlying uh, ten votes for his uh, his picture of these two. Uh, we do have a, a monthly prize that's randomly drawn from the weekly winners and a yearly prize that's randomly drawn from the monthly winners. So yeah, if you if you want in, get on it. Yep, we've only got one month left, so four more opportunities to enter. So, all right, prizes will be announced shortly. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Now, let's talk about some Transformers news. And uh, just as we were going to air, uh, we got a little bit of breaking news from Max. Uh, now, what are, what are we looking at here, Max? There's, uh, there's new studio series figures that have been shown off at... Uh, which convention was this at? MCN. I think the London movie, Comic Con. So It's the London Comic Con. Something in it London. Is. 
So something yeah. in London, we're looking at a, a new Dark of the Moon themed uh, Megatron figure and Jetfire. And what are we saying? These are, these look like they're Voyager scaled. Uh, I hope so. There was, yeah, because we haven't heard any rumors about what the leaders were, but I think we've known that we were getting a Voyager Jetfire and Megatron for a good while. Cool. And uh, Megatron is actually doing a really good job of doubling up as a Mad Max extra as well. <laughs> yeah. The, the best way I could describe these two as is one of the image figures in this picture looks like maybe the greatest retail Transformer in years, and the other one looks like it may be the worst. Yeah, that's what I'm getting from this as well. <laughs> There's such a fluctuation in the Studio Series line. It, it, it is clear. I think at this point it's clear that Studio Series doesn't have a figure-by-figure figure budget. It has a like a wave-wide mm. budget. So it'll be like, yeah, maybe we want we don't need to invest as much in this. So pour all the money into this figure and make that look really nice. Because well, well, so so this this Megatron even comes with a little piece of fabric as his hood. Yeah, which I think is maybe a first for a retail transformer. Yeah, I. We've, we've seen we've seen rubber rubber cloaks or hard plastic cloaks or capes. I know third parties have tackled it. Yeah, but no, this is a first, and it looks quite decent. Like at least on their Star Wars and Marvel stuff, Hasbro, they you know seem to use uh, uh, fabric sparingly. But when they do, it's really been stepped up recently, and it's cool to see that transferred over to Transformers. Mm. But it suits the alt mode so much as well, where that, that canvas tarp was over that truck mode in the film. Um, it makes sense that you can have that canvas on the robot as well. And it's sort of one problem with that Dark of the Moon Voyager Megatron is just how spindly and skinny he is. Where here, this looks a lot thicker. This looks pretty chunky. Yeah. I'm really excited for this Megatron. <laughs> this might be my new most anticipated figure of the Studio Series line. Yeah, oh, it looks. I, I can't. I guess it's got a little bit of kibble on the shoulders and you know lower got, legs, but on the whole, legs, yeah. the amount of stuff going on here, like it's such a busy figure. You know, there's all these little intricate parts there. Looks to be a lot of paint as well as like paint fading too. Mm. Like where it goes from you know a duller grey to a more uh, deep brown. It reminds yeah, me. You're, a lot you're, of you're the... looking at the doors and the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like obviously yeah. There, there are like just unpainted gray sections as is part of the course at this point. But if you look at, there are definitely sections where the paint does fade a bit, which is hmm. very nice dirt to see. Color, dirt color on it. It reminds me a lot of the Takara Age of Extinction Prime, Evasion Prime, where they sort of added those. It's not so much the poo smear. It's more of a, um, <laughs> I've got it there. It's more sort of more than rusty or brown colors. Yeah, it's that Mad Max thing you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Funnily yeah. enough, it was a, a Takara Age of Extinction Evasion Mode Prime. That sounds like an upcoming story. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about Jet Fire at all because it's shit. <laughs> I, is anyone really interested in Jet No, it's from, it's from Revenge of a Fallen. It's I'm, a movie I'm, I don't I'm buy more, figures from on principle. I'm more interested in the Thanos figure that's half shown in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least this one comes with an axe where previous ones haven't, but. We'll leave it there. <laughs> I forgot he came with an axe because it's he's that forgettable. <laughs> he sacrificed himself so the movie could end. He, he's, <laughs> he said, Prime, just just let, let, wear my corpse, please. Here, let me just die and then you can wear my corpse. I, fuck, I hate that movie. I just, <laughs> I can't. I think you might find Brad loves that movie. I think I'm going to not insult Brad's taste and hopefully go on to something we can both be more amicable about. Well, let's see, shall we? <laughs> let's oh, find good. Uh, okay. So just quickly, there's been another image that's been doing the rounds in the last, oh, I'm going to say three days or so. And uh, it also... Te- oh, no! It also teases and it's one of these... It's this stupid account where... Whoever is leaking these images um, takes their big purple eraser tool and <laughs> over whatever the fuck Holy. they're trying to leak. Um, and also really poorly disguises the name and the number of, uh, of this. So if this is to be believed, Studio Series 42, J. 
just let that roll around in your head for a while, right? Like this is this will be the forty second entry in Studio Series, which is more figures than we often like more figures than we saw in like Titans Return or Power of the Primes. Number forty. In all fairness, half of those figures weren't Bumblebee. This is true. If you take out the Bumblebees, this is number four. That's why he scrubbed out the two. <laughs> He's actually doing us a service. Anyway, uh, apparently we're looking at Constructicon Long Haul, and I'm sure that there'll be more news about this in the coming weeks. Maybe yeah. this weekend. There's a number of conventions on this weekend. so Yeah, yeah when, when we heard word a few weeks ago about possible Constructicons getting done, we are thinking more of those bots that hadn't been seen in toy form from the films where now it looks like they're going to do bots that were you you, you were thinking this I yeah think. yeah um i i posted on tfw today and i i the, the best thing that can come out of this is a retool into onslaught for the last night just so you can get an onslaught for that line well that look they, they they do like their retools in studio series so fair enough yeah yeah well, and the, the worst thing it, the worst the, thing that came out of it is a devastator yeah, oh, they won't combine. But the, the CG model in the last night was clearly long haul with a couple of modifications. So it wouldn't be that hard to release that figure. It's just got to transform into a different alt mode, which may be the issue. Yeah, that, that, that is a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not tracks. that hard to release the figure. You just need to transform into something different than, yeah. than what it was designed for. Yeah. <laughs> Some local news. We have... We've seen G1 Minibots re-released in uh, the, the... Oh, God, I, didn't I? The G1 <laughs> Minibots re-releases have hit Australia, and uh, it's, it is, it, it's in the most unlikely of places. Are listen, they always? <laughs> well, well, no, they're not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen very carefully, folks. If you are interested in picking up the, uh, the reissues of Bumblebee, Tailgate, Swerve, or Outback. These are these are the, the, the G1 Walmart reissues that we saw a few months ago. What is going on? Oh, fair enough. Um, these are these are the G1 issues that we saw hitting Walmart a few weeks ago, uh, a few months ago. They have hit Australia. No sign of Devastator or Starscream or Hot Rod yet, but the mini guys are here and they are in cotton on. Hold up the ones, you got, Jason. Hold them up. I've got your screen share on the shelves. <laughs> Proof they are in Australia. Look at them. There we go. Look at them. There we go. Purchase these ones. Purchase these from... Uh, I don't actually need to put my mouth over that. Purchase <laughs> these from uh, from Cotton On. Bought them online. Now, so the, these... A the, the couple of things we need to talk about with these, right? Now, as I said, these are the, these are the G1 reissues that we've seen hitting Walmart, but they are packaged differently. Uh, they have so-called international packaging that has... A shitload of languages <laughs> on it. That's the front. We're going to cover all the bases. <laughs> That's the back. Uh, there's your um, there's your generations or your authentic Transformers logo there. Uh, and um, these guys obviously have no tech specs because they're too busy mm. trying to fit multiple languages on the thing. Also, um, that's your price tag. They're showing all your prices in different currencies. You can't even see that. The camera's mm. not going to focus on it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What a, I mean, I suppose if they weren't likely to go to Target or Kmart or anything. You know, so just given the nature Brad, of Brad a figure. Talking, this, talking about this before the show, right? Like, I kind of feel like Hasbro doesn't want these to dilute. Um, I don't think they wanted to dilute their sales of like Power of the Prime and Studio Series, right? Like, these what are Power of Prime sales. Yeah. <laughs> so they, these these are a distraction, right? They're a little they're a little fun way to spend uh, fifteen dollars. In fact, so. Uh, they are fifteen bucks, which for uh, for like a G one reissue is pretty cool. A um, couple of things to point out as well. Um, sorry if you just yeah bring it straight back. I was going to say right. So uh, we do have the so as we've seen on the uh, reissues also, we do have the cartoon Bumblebee head. Mm. Uh, so this is different to the eighties Bumblebee. Yeah, uh, not sure what not sure what else is different about the uh, about any of the figures, but. Uh, it it does appear that they're reusing the uh, they're reusing the encore or the TF collection mold from um, about ten years ago or so. <laughs> nothing nothing wrong with that. They're good. They're, like they've got new stickers applied. They're uh, yeah they're, they're they're pretty neat. I'm looking forward to getting them out and taking some photos later on, or maybe tomorrow. 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I guess the whole, you know, cotton on thing is like, they're not quite, you know, meant to be. I mean, I suppose they could be in the same sense that Legends is, but they're not, they're not exactly, you know, just uh, marketed as toys per se. Yeah. These are more, I feel like these are being, you know, distributed and marketed more along the lines of like a pop vinyl type thing. It's yeah, like I, a I, I cool, so. quirky little thing that you can pick up from, like, not generally not like an actual toy store per se. So here's here's the other cool thing about these, right? We've already said the price of them is fifteen dollars a piece. As uh, as one of our one of our um, TCCA group members, Jason Discount, who is clearly living up to his name today, uh, as he pointed out, you can go to cottonon.com.au. You can sign up to their perks system, and it will give you a ten dollar discount voucher. Oh, <laughs> and if you Google around a bit, you'll find a fifteen percent discount voucher. <laughs> Cotton on lets you stack discounts. So I will just point out when I looked for this tonight, I also found a 30% discount voucher. But I don't know if it will apply to these guys. So all up, I got those four mini bots for $40. Wow. That is not. So like when we've seen people importing the importing the mini bots from overseas, oh dear, they've paid through the nose for them. Hey, that's a terrible mistake. I'm looking for about I'm looking at about a hundred just to get the hot rod and star scream in. Well, so the, the, those, you might those, as well just buy a G1 figures. version. Yeah, but those are bigger figures, right? Like yeah, a hundred dollars yeah. for both of those is actually really good. Because mm. um, like star scream was like forty quid at TF Nation, and hot rod is something like thirty or forty dollars US anyway. So like, uh, if you can get both of them together for a hundred bucks, go for it. Well, that that leads to the next question. Do we think that the mini bots are the only things that are going to stock? Because this feels uh, a lot like Reject Shop, Jetfire, and the subsequent le- uh, Legends that release. There, just they're not going to the major retailers. They're just going to drop a pallet off at a smaller, well, well not a smaller. Dis- but, but let, let, let's let's just consider for a minute, right? Cotton on. I, like, like I said, I, I'm I'm okay with these being sort of located at other retailers so they don't detract from mainline Transformer sales. But Cotton On has a history of licensing Transformers stuff through Typo. Like we've we've okay. talked about the things that you get from Typo. There's um, mugs and uh, pads and drink bottles and everything like that. So it's not really surprising that they would sort of put their hand up and say, "Yeah, you know, we'll we'll bring these things in." Like you said, they're fun little quirky distractions. And so, yeah, like I, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool that they're at Cotton On. Um, just be aware if you do want to go out and if you do want to go out and shop and shop for these guys, they are apparently at Cotton On Kids stores. Now, that's not Cotton On Kids is not especially common. It's usually found in malls where like Cotton On and Cotton On, uh, uh, yeah, Cotton On and, and Cotton On uh, Girls and Cotton On Home and then Cotton On Kids. Like they've got multiple stores in the mall. Let's just yeah. spread that brand around a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, they they do well for themselves. It's fine, but um, yeah. So they're not at the normal, they're not at the normal shops, but they are at the kids shops. But if you go online, you can order and they will deliver it to any store in their click and collect list, which is quite extensive. So yeah, and I don't believe that costs any extra. Click and collect is free. So. Uh, so I got these for $40 and I went and picked them up at the store today. I ordered them yesterday and they came in stock today. That's actually really good. Wow. It is really good, right? <laughs> so these guys were basically $10 a piece and they might be even cheaper if you find a 30% discount code. So um, I would I say go for it. And also, big thanks to Jason Discount. As I said, living up to his name. Mm. No, that's fantastic. And like we speculated when we first started seeing this come out, who, if any, one in Australia would stock it and we're sort of thinking maybe Target or maybe Sir Toys or something, but we would never... Sir Toys in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Sir Toys, Mr. Toys. What's the... Oh, yeah, Mr. Oh, Mr. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Toys. Toys is very different to Sir Toys. Okay, yeah, well, Mr. <laughs> Sirs. Same and, and, and General Toys and Colonel Toys, like, you know... <laughs> oh, don't, I say, I say, Bumblebee is more. More? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we 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 could never have guessed it. It'd be cotton on <laughs> that had these, but they're here, so they're they're great little figures. Just and as you said, for fifteen bucks, like just go and get one and just keep it in the 
package. Just you don't have to open it. Just oh, look at as as I said to someone on the group this afternoon, like these things. So um, someone said that uh, someone in the in the group today said that the staff had told them that they've got like thousands of bumblebees yeah. in the house yeah. waiting to be sold. So like they'll probably get discounted and everything. Yeah. But these are not going to be especially rare. They're not going to be especially yeah. like uh, worth anything that much. So like you may have open it up, flap it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm so I'm actually really taken by um if I, if I just if I just pull you just pull my camera back up again. Like I'm actually really taken by Swerve. Like I'm not sure if the original Swerve figure actually had that painted detail on his face. You can't really see that, sorry, but let's do that. Well, because if you look at the artwork behind him, his face is red. But look at the look at the he's got he's got red he's got his blue blue visor highlight and everything like it's pretty cool. Just 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 a second. Brad is uh, Brad is going to get a G one swerve. I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, well, they had made the change to Bumblebee one, so it wouldn't surprise me. You know, maybe just. Yeah. Is, there, is there any sort of comic detailing or something? Because I, I don't really see any motivation beyond that. Well, so that's why that's why I'm wondering about the about the face paint and the visor, right? Because, like, that sort of does seem to be more comic style. And, and like, he's, he's not he's not really like smiling or anything, but still, pretty neat. Brad, I, you have returned. I can confirm that G1 Swerve has a completely orange face. Oh, look at that! How cool is that then? How many other G1 bots have you got there? Because, like, I just want to point out, Bumblebee also has blue eyes. And well, that bumblebee is definitely different. Yeah, and Swerve and Outback have blue visors as well. So, like, maybe we're looking at a more detailed paint job on these figures than we realized. I'll grab Outback if you. Was Tailgate uh, look, the other I'm, one? I'm sure it's fine, but yeah, okay. uh, yeah, Outback and Tailgate. But okay, look, look, well, we should have planned this, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that's it, it. Looks like the um the artwork on the cards are their G1 counterparts and have done some some sort of updating. Whether it's yeah. cartoon accurate or not, of the um the faces, so that that may have actually taken that may have actually taken effect with the um the original uses of these mold and molds by Takara uh, like a decade ago, but um still it's pretty cool to see in retail packaging anyway. But even um even Swerve the the sticker on the chest and the Autobot sticker mm -hmm. covering the screw hole on the groin is that there on that? Yep, yep, it is. Yeah. Yep, so and the silver legs, so yeah. I'm not sure if the screw hole is actually there now, but yeah. Because he, okay. he, he, that does not look particularly screwy if you just cut back there. Yeah, yeah no, nah, it doesn't either. Yeah. Whereas this is sort of, you can, oh, you can't, but you can see the, the symbols sunken. It's all right, you can't really hold it that close to the camera. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah, you can, oh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so the faction symbols are a little bit different. And yeah. looking at bumblebees, I can hey see this. Hey, guy. I'm Swerve. Swerve. Okay. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a little bit weird. I don't um, know what happened there. Yeah, oh, no, I apologize. Um, <laughs> uh, so the faction symbols are different. And looking at bumblebees, I think it's slightly off-center. So completely par for the course with Transformers there. Hmm. Let's move on. All right. All right, we did mention earlier uh, we were going to talk about uh, Takara Tomy's update to Evasion Mode Prime. So uh, this is now called the legendary Optimus Prime. Now, um, he's an upscale of Evasion Mode Prime. I still can't believe that, that they've actually bumped up the lead, almost leader size. Yeah, That's I like. Fantastic. I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Takara might have just leaned on their friends at Wei Jiang and. Uh, <laughs> God, it is. I, could, I think someone pointed out, but yeah, it has features from that Wei Jiang figure as well. Mm. <laughs> it's also apparently, apparently they've said it's an entirely original mold that just takes inspiration from the Evasion one. Really? Yeah, it's which coincidentally makes it aggressively movie inaccurate to the only movie. It's kind of that's so weird though, like. I don't know. It, it, it's so weird. Like every, every, even they said like it's an upscale mm. originally. So like, oh, 
if it's know. not if they have not used those molds to upscale parts then it's a new mold it's it's a new leader aoe inspired um yeah yeah, yeah what's going on you know what's going on here actually is that um when when Takara subcontracted this job to Wei Jing, <laughs> Wei Jing like, no, no, really, no, everything's original. <laughs> we didn't we didn't copy your figure at all, and and so Takara's now like, oh, it's a new figure, yeah, it's brand new. No one has copied anything. <laughs> uh, so there are a couple of photos coming up. Um, it, these are. These are known as in-hand images, and as I am want to do, uh, they are not in anyone's hand. They're sitting on a desk, but yeah. Mm. Um, he's got ankle tilts there. I don't remember if Evasion Mode had ankle tilts on him or not, but that looks pretty he good. He had weird ankle tilts that went further outwards. Good. Okay. Weird, but sure. one, dude. He's a lot uh, cleaner in the backpack. Uh, that's because he's an entirely new mold. That's it, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super... Oh, yeah! My cat, my cat, my cat has decided to join the podcast. Hi, Andy. The back of his calves are identical to the Takara um, evasion. It can't, it can't be, Brad. It's an entirely new mold. Look you're at not, the back. Look at the back attention. of those. Look at the back of those calves, and then those look at that. The back those are actually not exactly the same. Oh, it's not. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's not exactly the same. Uh, hold it up again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not. Yeah, look at that. And even, the, the, even the, the backpacks. The backpack is different. Yeah. Uh, Wei Jang's done a really good job here. There you go. Well, what, there, what is it with that voice? I don't know. I don't know where that's coming from. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Scares oh, the shit out of me. <laughs> dust in there. No. No. Dust. All right. Let's move on. Um, Please, so yes. we, we've, got some, we've got some, uh, there's a comparison shot there of uh, the original and the reimagined version. So now when we were looking at this originally, we were a little bit puzzled by the grill and the circular piece under it. It uh, makes a bit of sense now as to why, why it looks so different. So yeah, look, you can you can definitely see that yes, it's taken inspiration, but there are definitely legit differences there. Mm. Yeah. It's proportionally, um, you know, as the uh, kibbles and trimmed up a bit, extra parts added. It's fuck, it's for, it's the way, Jack. I I think it looks like it transforms in much the same way as the original. That'll be like, like a, yeah, yeah. It's, a uh, it is a like. Combiner Wars, Dead End, Titans Return, Chrome Dome type deal. I'm not Except really sure even that. closer. Well, where it's like two figures that are technically different molds, but function exactly the same. Oh, right. You should have just said that. Yeah. <laughs> what, All right. That's what we're already talking about. Yeah. Hey, look, there's a Bumblebee next to him as well. There's a predicting over there as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yet again, the thing in the background and in the back corner of the image is uh, the more interesting. Uh, yeah. Also, that person looks like they've got a pretty nice monitor. It's kind of weird. Like their keyboard has come out between shots. Yeah. You get the feeling that they've gone and done the some The deepest work. analysis we've done on is this set of images is of a background. <laughs> oh, look, that's not really true. We, we, did a, we did a bit of a look at the backpack before concluding that it's not the same figure. No, I'm. I'm not going to lie. This is probably my most anticipated Ooh, nice. figure from the uh, Power of the Primes, Power of the Primes Bumblebee line. Well, so you're really keen on this one. I yeah, but again, as much as I'm keen on this one, fingers are crossed. I'm almost going to hold out for a battle damage version. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it doesn't happen, Wei Jang will do it. Well, yeah, I'd yeah. It'll be like a third tier knockoff. Yeah, there's not going to be a battle damage version in the film, but it seems like an easy replay. No, it looks like everything else is pretty battle damaged. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably just going to wait for whatever version of that G1 style Prime we get. Mm. Does anyone know which version of what we're looking at on this? Legendary Optimus. So MP10's on the left? Yeah. It yeah. looks bigger and chunkier. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Like from, from there. And that's 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 flipped around, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's on the right now. 
Look, that's that's pre- that's a pretty neat alt mode for it. Yeah, yeah, they've done a good job. Yeah. His cab, uh, look, he, the cab's a little bit short in there. Like you can see, he's noticeably smaller. But like, damn, from head on, that's really nice. Mm. Yeah, that's that, that's a nice that's a nice photo to end on. So, um, yeah, so not sure if this is actually going to be making it out into normal Bumblebee lines because this is the Takara figure. But uh, yeah, we'll see how he comes out. Might wind up as one of those as of yet um unnamed studio series leaders wow maybe that Which would be kind of disappointing no that, that would be great for studio series if this is actually a leader in that line i mean they've said that it's leader scales so i you know it would make total sense it's just i don't know well kind of, that's something that we've already gotten before that's the question we had blackout and grimlock now we're seeing it's been a while since there's been a leader, isn't there? Yeah, what's there's been no leader since, has there? There wasn't any leaders in wave two, no. No, so yeah, there's gotta be something coming. Will they stick this in as a placeholder before they get to something bigger? But I don't know. I don't know about something bigger, but can we look at something smaller? Okay, let's look at mini me. Can we Tran- not? Oh, okay. No, I want to talk about these. Things. <laughs> so, announced a brand new Transformers line this week. Yeah, just, just, just dropped it on everyone. This is the this is Transformers Botbots. Uh, it is a, a tiny little super cute, uh, super cute line. Figures are about one inch tall, and they do have about a three step transformation. So they're basically little everyday items that transform into little robots. Now. Uh, they will be blind bags, but you will also be able to buy them in sets of uh, buy them in sets of uh, two to five um, two to five figures, I believe. They are blind bagged as well. Um, oh, sorry. The, so the so the packs are either five to eight figures. Now, uh, each of the there's 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 little sets of them that are are arranged as tribes, uh, and so you'll be so you'll be able to like um, collect collect different tribes. They do not appear to have Autobots and Decepticons. Um, no, these are pretty far removed from what we traditionally think of as Transformers. I know. Are they so super cute, though? And like, so like, I, like I just love the fact that there's a little camera there. There's a little television over over in the fast food section. There's like a little. There's a, a, a slice of pizza, <laughs> a shake, a hot dog. There's um, uh, yeah. It's it's just it's just really cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to these. I really want to collect them. It's funny you say fast food section. I I've seen someone reference it. I'm sure the reference would be going around a lot of what um, McDonald's done back in the '80s with those little little transforming uh, items yeah. from their menu. And this this just seems to have taken that and launched it um, more so maybe than what um, the All Spark series did in oh, 07. More. Yeah. Like, so just just to be clear here, right? There are 61. <laughs> oh yeah, toys. and they're unique. So there's yeah. 61 unique figures that are going to do these uh, little transformations between little everyday items and uh, and transforming robots. These are going to be great to leave on my desk at work. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to them. Yeah, no, I'm just more more thinking that maybe we might get some raised budgets and other lines. Given these are probably going to make money hand over fist. Mm. I really hope so. Like this looks incredibly profitable for like little kids at the supermarket and what have you. Yeah, and that's like 61 figures. None of these have been repainted yet, so you maybe do another 61 repaints. And just like that original Macca's line, there was, there was no Autobot Decepticon. They were all just... Well, they, they weren't bots. actually Transformers anyway. Well, yeah. They were, so. they were, they were transforming McDonald's robots that mm. we've adopted into the Transformers yeah. <laughs> line. Um, and also, look, can you imagine what's going to happen when Wei Jang gets their hands on these? Upscale? <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna get a leader class donut. That laptop's actually gonna be a real laptop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they'll, they'll, they'll throw it over to Asus and get them to put the hard drive in it. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I think these are I think these are great. Like I'm really looking forward to collecting them. I think they're gonna be super fun, and it's just a it's just a nice little it's a nice little diversion from the war bots and war machines of all the all the transformers and the the good guys versus the bad guys like i think it's fun if they can market this well this is a bit of new coles minis maybe yeah maybe it'll be like 
I can't even think of a comparison, like Pokemon cards or something, you know? Um, probably. Uh, you like, know, it'll be a thing, like, mums buy their kids at, at Nicole's checkout. Yeah, so like the 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 retail price is about four dollars US, so they'll probably end up being like you know six ninety nine or something here. The um the, the so it's also worth pointing out at the same time that we are getting Transformers Ushis as well. Oh. Uh, and, and so I am completely unfamiliar with what an Ushi is, but I believe it's a pencil topper. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. So so those are coming out in stores now as well. So yeah, Hasbro's really spreading that license around. <laughs> well, but I think these are made by Hasbro. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, kind of don't care. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I don't mind at all. Like, look at look at the artwork. Someone has had a super fun time creating it's the animating these. these <laughs> so yeah, there we go. There's Purple mohawk, maybe a. Turtles reference. Oh, look! It's that. It's the the dude's keyboard from the last photo shoot is back. <laughs> <laughs> it gets around. Yeah. yeah, So I actually, I was looking at this little TV. I've got no idea how that transforms, like unless it folds out from the back or something. But yeah, its face is still going to be those color correction lines that you get when the broadcast goes down. <laughs> Maybe, but look how happy this dude is. Yeah. Like, like that, I, I love them. They're great. Oh, he's there is a, no, there is no war upset. here. This is the golden yeah. age of Cybertron before yeah, the war. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. There's, there's no war. Um, but yeah, it, it looks, it looks great. I'm, I'm really up on it. So yeah. I'll say donut transform. That'll be special. <laughs> hey, look, you've, you've seen Cosmos transform, right? Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, Brad, you were quite excited when this one came up during the week. Now, this is uh, this is from a company called Iron Warrior. Now, they this is an action figure prototype for a figure based on Transformers Prime Megatron. Now, he's quite heavily based on his on-screen appearance. He's got some of these little sort of like thin, sharp bits of metal all over the place. <laughs> he really does look great. But let's be clear, right? This is an action master. It's a third-party action master. Not only that, it's gone off a pre-order for $150, which... That's, <laughs> no, more, even... that's more than some figures that actually transform. Yeah, and that's where... How big is Iron Warrior, they're like Voyager size, and apparently they're shit, so... Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It, they look incredible. Like, they did a ratchet, and it looks incredible, but, like, the reviews of it have, like, all... You see all the little details and the spikes and everything? It's, on the ratchet, at least, everything just bangs into itself and you can't move the figure properly. It's... Sounds like a bit yeah. of a mess. It so- yeah. sounds like not a good time. <laughs> well, the concept here looks fantastic, but it's just... Well, they haven't grown with... Um, we've, and we've seen other companies as well sort of mass... or Not mass produce, but produce figures that the general public want before they start to go into the obscure stuff and doing a non-transformable... Transformers Prime Megatron. It's not really the obscure market, but still, you've got to do a lot here that's going to make me want to sell either Hasbro or even the Takara. Um, can, I, can, I, can I just point out that the actual, like the um, the Voyager class Megatron from Transformers Prime was pretty good already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's not much need for this, is there? No. Realistically, it looks accurate. I guess maybe the head sculpt is a bit better on this one. Definitely, yeah. But- all things considered, it's not a lot being, of point. Being a third party, it's more pointier. Like, it's... Yeah, they're not yeah, constrained they, they, by yeah. health and safety laws. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let, let's move on. We, we, this is, this is, it's just a prototype that's come out this week, so sure. Yeah. Now, speaking of things that have come out this week, uh, we have also seen... <laughs> Uh, something that's not in quite the right order that I thought it was in the run sheet, but uh, this is uh, this is a beast mode bumblebee, a third party prototype. Um, yeah, talk about obscure. <laughs> and this is <laughs> so you, you know what these beast things are like the like that different looking Optimus Primal and the side swipe and what have you. No, nah. and the right, nah. these are from like a fan comic from japan right so this isn't even based off of official material this is based off of like 
a third party comic and then third party figures based off of that. It's great. And like so a hundred it's gonna cost a thousand dollars per so that, figure. So, sorry, by the transitive property of like um non non copyright infringing third parties, does that make this a ninth party? <laughs> it's, I guess if you like square it, maybe. Yeah. Sure, why not? It's the twelfth doctor, I mean party. Anyway, <laughs> this this whole trend is bonkers and I love it. So, so he he does appear to have some kind of a lion head uh, sitting yeah. on his shoulder, which like we've seen we've seen this with um, some transforming lion based figures in the last few years. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you can see um, the claws, the front front arms or rear arms in his arms there. But I I love, also, I, the, I like the sort of blend of aesthetics is really cool here. Like the way yeah. he's obviously gone to that beast thing, but he has like a G one style head sculpt, but with a movie style chest. I kind of feel like they've lost that like little cute innocent bumblebee look. I feel like we lost that ten years ago. To be honest, have you well, seen the designs they're using in the movie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're getting it back now, and now we're losing it again. All right, good. I'm, I'm glad we're clear on this. Um, and there's his uh, there's his alt mode there. Mm, look like a bumblebee, but cool. Oh look! Look, I think when when this comes out as a, an actual like painted and coloured project, yeah. it'll be yeah. a little bit more obvious. But yeah, um, there you go. That's that's look. That's better if the, if that's how the colours all come together. That's what they hoped, <laughs> but is it what they got? <laughs> Here's what they're going for. Yeah, this guy's going to be uh, this guy's going to be a, a while coming. I'm assuming, but uh, you know, maybe he'll be uh, maybe he'll be here in time for the Bumblebee movie to hit DVD. We'll see. A year ago today, October yeah. 2018, yeah. we talked about this. Where is it? It's gone. This is the one I was going for. Some confirmation of some duo cons. So um, flywheels and battle trap. Turns out they're a little bit compatible with each other. Flywheels being the uh, upcoming deluxe price point in uh, Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. And um, battle trap being the combination of two... Uh, two legend scale figures from uh, Power of the Primes, so you can uh, you can mix and match them just like your original Predacons. Although, of course, just like your original Predacons, uh, Predacons, Duocons, uh, they don't look that good when you <laughs> when you mix them up with each other. And that's all we have to say about that. I don't. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> so I was expecting Brad to say something. So was I. I don't. I just feel like Brad wants to care about more of this more I, than I, I do. Like I, I feel I like there was a was point in time. I was expecting Brad to predict the end of the toy line or something. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a point in time at which I'd be a lot more excited about these, mm. but it. I, I don't know. I've sort of moved away. Like you know, just sort of focusing, like collecting more. You know, it would have been a point in time where I'm like, shit, obscure late G1 stuff. Let me get all over that. And now it's just like, oh, whatever. It's probably because I'm desensitized to it as well because I've just been cranking out all this obscure stuff. Yeah, no, fair enough too. Like, I, I just, I just like that they've done one and now they're doing the other. I did predict that uh, Flywheels would just be a repaint of Battle Trap, but no, I'm, I'm quite happy to be, quite happy to be proven wrong. Like you can see up here, like they are actually, um, they are actually true to the Duocon spirit, and that the, uh, the, uh, there's no, there's no single robot mode like we saw with the Legends figures. Uh, which I think is, you know, they're able to do a bit of both, just experimenting with the price points, you know, two legends gives them a bit of room to work with and you know, take it in that direction, whereas, you know, deluxe price point, they can just focus a bit more on accuracy. Yeah. So yeah. where are we, Jurcom-wise, with characters? We've got two now. There's only two. Oh, okay, so we've done both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so, so Flywheels is called Skytread because, like, why not? But that's you know, it's cool stuff. <laughs> it does look good in the box like that too, being the combined robot. Can I just can I just say there's something that I'm quite looking forward to with this line, and that they've been trying it a little bit in the last in the last couple of lines, is um, they've they do seem to have actually heeded the fact that fans don't like destroying um, blister packed toys. Like the deluxes are now actually boxed, and you'll be able to undo the box, take the figure out. You'll be able to cut it out of the uh, packaging without actually damaging the box. So, good on them. And then good luck to those that want to keep the boxes. At least you can cut the bubble off and keep the cards for deluxes. Where now you got a whole box to store away. Yeah, it's. I feel like they're making a move back towards this between this and Studio Series. Yeah. Well, we, we've seen it since the last night. They they went back to boxes instead of the bubble and the cards. So, it's it's nothing new. But 
I think I think it's nice to actually see it go into the go into you know their their main line instead of the mm-hmm. movie lines. Yeah. Uh, very briefly, um, the fact that we're now seeing Corden and Corden, who is MP42, he's a repaint of Sunstreaker, and his uh, coin coming up for display on Robot Kingdom. I think he's he's, he's fairly close to release. Let's just take a peek up at the. Pick up the story up there. He is shipping October 27th, so he's shipping this weekend. Um, if you're interested in picking up Corden, um, which I am, and I haven't pre-ordered it, tiny. I need to get on that because, like, I, I messed up Dinobot as well. So, I, I yeah, I'm screwed for Dinobot. I wish um, I could understand the motivations of people buying these weird repaints. I just never many, get it. How many Datsuns do you have, Max? Uh, one. Actually, okay, just only. I used okay. to have Blue Streak as well. And then I was just like, well... I don't know, but a lot of the G1 characters are sort of just nothing characters. So yeah. it's, it's like G1 Blue Streak doesn't really have a personality. Yes, it's like I, I do like the figure a lot, but there's not much purpose in owning a masterpiece version of him. Well, that's sort of like sideswipe and then having red alert and just like, well, it's a white sideswipe. <laughs> yeah. I don't have I don't have any Sunstreaker and I haven't got this yet either. But it's just like, well, now we got a white one. <laughs> but then you got like five Datsuns if you collect them up. They're all pretty, the pretty, pretty, sure the, pretty sure the white color is also a bit of a Diaclone reference as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is full Diaclone. This one. But then that's the thing. Like, it's a fantastic alt mode. And Jason, you've got Sunstreaker. I do. Yeah, and and you've said in the past how good the figure is, and you've seen, or we've seen in the group and other places where there's a high um, praise for that, and like the new masterpieces going forward. So why not double up on something that's good? We've we've all doubled up on figures before that have a good mold, and whether or not we <laughs> like or know of the character, but probably price in this case, to be honest. You know, that's, you know... Do we have a price for it? Well, it's over a hundred bucks, isn't it? I'm, so, I'm assuming he'll be the same price as Sunstreaker. He was a little bit more expensive than your standard uh, masterpiece. So about one twenty, one thirty, maybe. Yeah, like something that. along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. As far as questions about why people buy him, there's a comment right here. I'm a sucker for that police deco. It's so sharp. Yeah. yeah. There you go. People, yeah. people like collecting police cars. Yeah. Well. Oh, it, oh look, it, it is just you know, sometimes you buy things because it looks like a cool figure, like. I do that all the time. Yeah. But that's it. You could have him, you could have Prowl, you could have Red Alert all side by side. Yes, Red Alert's fire. Police and not police, police, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. But um, they, yeah, they all look good displayed. So. All right. All right. This is, a, this is news in brief. So let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're on to there's two statues that we're going to talk about. And uh, the first one is from 3A, I believe. It's a bumblebee, bumblebee statue saying that he's coming soon. Now, without seeing the scale of this guy, except if you're looking at the video, you would have just seen it. Um, this guy looks really good. Like I'm, I'm really happy with like the detail on him, the 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 look, the shapes, the curves. Everything looks really good. And um, when you scroll down, and uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of detail there. And that is the size of him versus their Optimus Prime statue. Now. He's tiny. Now we would we've heard a few weeks ago that three A is going to start making smaller, um, smaller figures. Uh, so yeah, this looks like it's going to be the first one. He's got a little battle mask on in this uh, comparison as well, and um, yeah, looks cool. Remember, I think the the prime's about a foot tall, thirty inches. Um, so just um, again, it's eight inches tall. The bumblebee. So it just shows sort of in scale. How it is, and if that prime's a seven hundred fifty dollar figure or statue, I'm hoping this bumblebee is around a hundred dollar mark, and that definitely he's, puts he's this... not going to be a hundred bucks if that was seven hundred fifty. He'll be like two to three hundred. Yeah, still it, the cheapest cheapest statue you'll get. But yeah, <laughs> it puts it definitely back into um, the approachability <laughs> for me anyway. But I'm still not. I, I I understand why people are praising the mold and the sculpt and the design. Game more for that G1 look, but it's not at all. I don't, I don't know what the 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 veils being dropped over people's eyes, where they're thinking this is, oh wow, it's 
G1 Bumblebee when I don't think I, anyone I, thinks I, it's I've G1 Bumblebee. I've not seen anyone say it's G1 I think, Bumblebee. <laughs> like, I think it's just it is a more coherent design than other movie okay. figures. Have you been have you been hanging out watching weird news along with your weird season of Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. You know, like, I, I think a lot of the. Uh, I mean, it is a shame with a lot of the stuff in the Bumblebee movie that the praise for what we've seen so far seems to get drowned out by the, oh my God, this G1 designs. Like, well, in actuality, like it goes, you know, there's a lot of good looking stuff in the movie, but also like, I think just as importantly is things like this Bumblebee design and, you know, the Shadow and Dropkick designs, they're not G1, but they're coherent designs, which you can clearly identify and tell you know, this is this character, right? I think that's a really important thing. Yeah, look, I, I think that's something that they started doing um, with Age of Extinction and really, really hammered home with last night because each character had a distinct color and uh, a more distinct shape rather than everyone's just sort of all looking a bit more like each other. I think that's something that's kind of a trick that they borrow from the cartoon, really. But uh, yeah, I think the fact that you know you've got very distinct colours on Shatter, Dropkick, and Bumblebee, and less so when you're talking about Starscream and Blitzwing, but whatever. But um, yeah, I, I, I think I think they've learned their lesson about making characters recognisable, and also like I think if you've if you've got a recognisable character, then you've got one that kids will actually you know really want to collect figures of as well. Yeah, so, I, I think that'll that'll come down to what we see on Cybertron, whether they just do the the cut and paste. Decepticon horde, or whether we do actually see individuals more. I mean, so we've than... seen all the ones we've seen so far have been pretty individuals. Like, yeah, yeah. Even background characters are clearly identifiable as like Wheeljack and RC. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. You got to have you got to have fodder because if you introduce characters, then they can't just go peel, peel, peel. Guys, and... guys, we're talking anyway, about Bumblebee statue. In brief. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this looks like a really good figure. We don't see much of how poseable it is yet but so so just look at this this is eight inches tall 50 points of articulation die cast metal parts and led illuminated details and display prototype not final i don't think that's a feature well the photo just above shows that you can get the the stinger slash b face Mm -hmm. or head for him yep Uh, he looks like he's got like these these fingers look articulated I think they've done articulated fingers on their premium scale figures, so interesting to see if they do it on the uh, the like scale ones. You know, what? I actually wonder whether or not he can pull that pose off. You know, that I don't know. Like the one three A figure that I own isn't the most poseable thing in the world, and that doesn't suffer from the limitations of a transformer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't be. We'll see. Optimistic, but it does look really solid. Like you don't want to be an optimist. Super... <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but yeah, it does look super solid, and you know, all the accuracies there. The non-transforming is whatever. It's a Volkswagen Beetle. We've all seen one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even even just that shot there with the these doors on his back that obviously can come off. Just the fact they've got the inside panels like what the inside of the door looks like yeah. sitting on his back just little details like that like they could have just had that painted yellow or something to make it look like the outside of the door not the inside of the door but so it actually looks like you can fold these doors down yeah look, yeah i think so is, is this actually the first hint that we've seen that maybe there's actually some confluence between the bumblebee figures that we've seen with the doors versus his on-screen representation without them i don't think so i think this is just 3a trying to cover both bases <laughs> To be honest, and be like, yeah, here's ours in line with the, fig- with the rest of the figures, and here it is in line with the movie itself. Oh, I'm not buying this figure because it hasn't got the bubblebee wings on your shoulders. <laughs> well, have we got news for you? Yeah, anyway. some, someone would do it. But yeah, That's... this is like the first free air figure that I'd probably consider buying because it's not, you know, upwards of $600. You don't need to mortgage a house in order, yeah. to, in order to do it. Let's uh, let's have a look at the other Bumblebee statue. It's our final story for the night. This is a statue. This one you do need to mortgage your house for. <laughs> yeah, this, this is this is a, a statue. It's an, it's an articulated figure. I'm just going to throw my cat off my lap because he's chewing my headphone cord. No, no, this one's a statue. <laughs> yeah, not. A, yeah. 
So, uh, so being a statue, he's frozen in this pose, but that's that's fine. It's a pretty cool well, sometimes, pose. Right? It looks pretty decent. Yeah, sometimes I have replacement arms, so you can do a slightly different pose. But considering the legs and torso are locked in this position, I don't think any other change of the arms would help. And there's your wings again. Yeah, yeah there's the wings. I need yeah. to ask. I need to ask a really important question about this photograph. Because I'm Batman. Why is he in front of Batman? <laughs> Like right in front of this photograph and right in this shot is a big copyright from DC Comics. And is Batman so insecure about losing his bat belt he's going to have two clasps on his buckle? For maybe oh, three yeah, A didn't want to pay for a larger size stool. Batman is pretty stylish, okay? So like lay off the bat belt. Um, but let's talk about the Bubble Boy figure anyway. So he comes on the sort of comes on your typical base that looks like they could have they could have shaved $100 off the asking price if they didn't yeah. have the base, but okay. There's, there's definitely more mass in that base than what there's in the figure. <laughs> why Why is it necessary for all of these figures to pose on wreckage? Yeah. No one cares about the base. I don't know why statue companies keep doing it. Like, literally just make, like, one raised platform for one foot and another raised platform for another foot and have it just be, like, a black block. Yeah, and people yeah, and people will be just fine with it. They'll be completely fine because what what it does is it looks. If you do that, then the figure, like the statue, just looks like okay. This is the movie accurate statue. If you do it like this and pose it off of a clearly, you know, uh, like a, a base that's clearly taking some artistic liberties, then it, I'd say, it takes away from the accuracy of the rest of the statue. Hmm. That took too long to say. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if he doesn't have this stance or is in his pose in the film. Oh, look, at some point he's going to have this pose in the film, right? Yeah. At some point he will point his gun. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're about done because that uh, effect means we're done. <laughs> Team Rocket's flying off again. When Brad starts saying stuff, it's when we're done. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is true. That's the end of the news. Do we have any new acquisitions to go through? I've, I've already shown off my uh, mini bots. I've purchased a couple of things, but I'll report on them in a couple of weeks' time. They're tiny. Are they bot bots? No, they're legends scale figures. So they're not Ushis so either? No. Okay. No, Ushis go splashies. I'm in the same sort of boat where I've bought Kabaya figures, but not going to be able to build them for a very long time. So, um, I, so I, I'm I'm also in the same boat where I found an eBay site-wide discount voucher today, and I I may have used it to acquire some e-hobby figures. <laughs> we'll, talk I... about, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. They were a very good price. Don't judge me. Uh, so, you're always the one to buy like, the really fancy stuff. It's like, oh hey, I'd be like, oh I bought this third-party thing, and everyone else owns. And Brad's like, yeah, I bought the. You know, studio series that have you, and Jason's like, "Oh yeah, I, I bought a, you know, one-time release e hobby thing from <laughs> ten years ago." That might me. So we were, we were talking about this last week, right? Like, I like my collection to look different to everyone else's. So you know, this is how I do it. And you see oh, those nice. shelves behind me that are an absolute mess. <laughs> I, I need to fix those up. This I need to fix those up this weekend. So yeah. You say mess. We say delightful. No, no, they they really are a mess. They're a bit too busy at the moment. I'm thinking of drastically changing things, so we'll see. They're bare, they're like more organized than my shelves, so I'm not like, no, I wouldn't be complaining too much. Yeah, they're not too bad. Also, you know what I've just realized, right? I have a G1 Outback. I've got a Power of the Primes Outback. And I've Ooh. also got a Bad Cube Outback. Ooh. So... Outback Palooza coming up. Frosicus. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Brad and I just said the stupidest shit. And... Yeah. <laughs> Nothing sticks. We just killed the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, just before we leave that, Kmart have uh, Power of the Primes Deluxes on sale for $29. Nice. Um, not as much of it on oh, sale. Not much, but yeah, sure. We'll just we'll just wind it back to what it should have been, what Titans were. But I I didn't see when that sale ends. It's probably up for a week. So cool. Kmart also has the uh, card games starter packs and possibly some of the blind packs as well. 
I have not seen it. Interesting. Yeah, I was not expecting that card game to actually release in Australia, and I feel very happy for people who managed to get it after it seemed like it was not the sort of thing that would make it here. Mm. Well, moving on to some TCA news last week, um, Christopher and the mob, the mob, the guys in um, Melbourne got together at Pleasant Surprises for a bit of a meetup and um, had a go at that card game. And from all accounts, it was quite enjoyable to play. So yeah, I was expecting it to be like a short lived gimmick, but that, you know, didn't really do all that much. But like, I guess just having that acumen of uh, Magic Gathering behind it has really gotten people hyped up. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, I still don't understand why it's necessary to have a, a Titan-class Metroplex card, but sure. <laughs> the it's Metroplex visual. card is literally like like the size of one of those comic overtime <laughs> cards. Anyway. Can't you just put a big number on the card and not make the card the size of a laptop? <laughs> well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so briefly before we go, um, the TCCA donation drive is coming soon. Um, so... This is going to be our main fundraising event for the year and it will um, pretty much color how we attend conventions for the next six to eight months. And uh, yeah, there's some pretty neat prizes coming up. One of them is under my desk here. And uh, yeah, I, I I encourage you to uh, dig, dig in and uh, dig in and see if you can win a prize because there are going to be some pretty neat prizes. Now, Brad, is that coming up for November? Yes, next week on the podcast, I'll be announcing what some of the prizes are because that following Monday, they'll be going live. Fantastic. So so you'll get a, you'll get a slight preview exclusive. of the prizes on the podcast. Yep. Even right. though the audio version won't be added until Monday night, the day of a launch, but still, those that uh, view in over the weekend, we'll see what we've got up for offer. Awesome. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, if you want to find out more about the stories, you'll find links to them all in the show notes, which are on the Podbean site. That is transformersweekly.podbean.com. You'll find us all in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. And uh, if you're if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, uh, you can find it on iTunes, Pocket Casts, and YouTube, and there's probably other places as well. Uh, Transformers Weekly is a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia as we were just talking about we do fundraising events and we attend conventions and do all sorts of stuff TCCA is a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers like us who donate their time like us and money like some of us to make the club better better for everyone weird flex but okay (laughs) Uh, TCCA's goal is to collect, collect well we collect Transformers fans and we connect them around the country and we do it by engaging the collecting community and that's why we go to conventions and get people and get people interested and engaged in uh, looking at transformers again and coming and joining us you can find out more information about the club including affordable yearly membership options to show your support starting at just five dollars at transformerscca.com that is it for us and we'll be back with more transformers news next week bye gotta collect them all cybertron dear god That's how you. That's how you. You practice your pronunciation. Unique New York. And I've still bought the farm, so I'm going to get it wrong anyway. <laughs> Actually, I, I got that right. Wait. <laughs> it's gone well early. Indeed, right. it has. I need to scroll over so that I can read half the run sheet. Okay, cool, good. Are we ready to go? Yeah, that's Love so. buttons, as we do. <laughs> Are we sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin.